0: hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com today we continue learning and we're in chapter three of the gate of humility the, the gate of, of humility and we're talking today about ten circumstances that induce humility and lowliness in an arrogant individual what makes a person that is haughty feel humble so he says it's ten things One is when he suffers loss of vitality in natural functions due to illness, natural imbalance, or frail constitution, or when you get older. He is humbled as a result and supplicates God and human beings, as it says. He humbled their heart through hardship. You know, when a person is not feeling so strong, is not feeling so well, suddenly he realizes his body is not how he used to be in his youth. Then this person really comes to realize you know life is not forever my body is not the strong body I used to have I am not the person I used to be and this creates feelings of, of lowliness. So the second one is when one meets with misfortune or suffers poverty and becomes dependent on others after not having been previously dependent on them. He is humbled before them and his spirit is too broken and to behave proudly in, he, in his sad condition as it says and everyone who is left in your house will come to bow low him for a bit of money and a loaf of bread, and will say, Please assign me to one of the priestly duties, and I may eat a bit of bread. You know, there's a story I heard this week about similar to this. This was this man that was not a rich man, and suddenly he became very rich. He had a and Hashem sent him a lot of money, and he lived in the town where all the Jewish people lived, and suddenly he became a very wealthy man and he became very big balzedaka. he was giving donations to everybody he was helping the whole community the rabbi, the people that needed to eat he became a very kind person but one day he became very proud very haughty and he decided, like you know, I became this big guy I shouldn't be living anymore in this community this is not for me anymore so he moved to the other side of the, of the town where non-Jewish people lived And he built himself a huge house, a very fancy, fancy house. And he stopped, little by little, being kind. And when people would come to knock at his door to ask for money, for tzedakah, or for a plate of food because they were hungry, he would turn them away. He became very, very proud. One day he was away. He was not in the house, and a very poor man came to the house. He knocked on the door and the butler opened the door and he felt very bad for this man. He was really, couldn't even stand up. He was so hungry. He says, can you please give me some food? I'm going to die if I don't eat anything. I can't, I have zero energy. I feel I'm dying. So the man brought him in the house and served him food. At that moment, this man, the rich man came in. He says, what is this? And so the butler said he was very very hungry and the man was said no i don't want these people in my house and he threw him out Then he found out that they had found a dead man very near his house and he happened to be this very poor man So one night he had a dream that he was taken to the house of a very big sadik which he knew and in this house there were judging there was uh, there was uh, a judging there and they were judging him to see what they should do with him, and they, he, he could see there was the poor man that had died, and there was this very big sadic. he was going to be the judge. And so the poor man explained that he had been very hungry, and that he had been thrown out of this house, and that's why he had died. And the, and the man pleaded to be forgiven, to please be forgiven. So this Sadiq said to him, okay, you will be forgiven, but you have to do a rectification. You have to do a tikkun. You have to sell your house, and half of it you have to give it to the, to the widow of this man so she can have food and a home for her kids and herself, and you will live with half of what you have. And by doing this, you will be able to rectify what you did. So the man woke up from this dream and he was like, oh my God, what was this? It was so real. So he knew this Sadiq, this He knew him from other people talking about this Sadiq. So he went to the house of this Sadiq. And when he came there, he saw it was the same exact house. He was brought inside. And it was the same furniture, the same house. And he saw this Sadiq. He was sitting, learning Torah with some other people. And then suddenly he stood up and went up to him and says, he said, I had a dream with you. And the rabbi said, it's all true. You have to do what I told you. It, 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 that's the only way that you can rectify your soul. So this story reminds me of this second circumstance that the, the Rabbi Pakuda talks about, that when a person suffers misfortune, and he, he he becomes humble. Sometimes when people are so rich and they have so so much of everything, they be, they can become very greedy and very haughty and very proud. That's the that's the um, that's the, the the one of the prices a very rich person has can 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 comes with it it comes with being rich something you have to be fighting all your life so when another person showers him with favor and shows him much kindness he humbles himself before him as it says many court the favor of the generous man and everyone is a friend of a man who gives so this is also something that makes a proud person humble when another person shows him uh, favor and kindness the fourth one is one who is in debt to his fellow and is unable to pay it will humble himself before him so when a person owes money to someone this also makes him feel low one who is held in captivity by his enemy will be humble before him and bowed in spirits as it says They pressed his feet and fetters, iron was clamped on his soul. This is in Tehillim, 105. And if they are bound in chains, they will be caught in the cords of affliction. So also a person that is a a captive also is humbled because he sees that the strength, he has no strength, he has no power whatsoever. Uh, The sixth one is a slave who cannot redeem himself from bondage to his master, will humble himself before him. As it says, Behold as the eyes of slaves unto the hands of their masters, as the eyes of a maid unto the hand of the mistress. So we see also that someone that is a slave also feels very low. The seventh one is when a person is beset with troubles and tragedy, his spirit is broken and his heart is humbled. This is also one of the circumstances that induces humility in an arrogant person. It's when he he is confronted with challenges and troubles in his life and he realizes he's not so big after all. The eighth one is when one makes a personal accounting of how he has rebelled against God in return for his kindness and defied him through it instead of offering praise, he will humble himself and feel embarrassed and ashamed before God, as it says. My God, I am I am embarrassed and ashamed, and I am ashamed. This is from Ezra. So we see that when we make a von Hanefesh, when we do an accounting, like especially before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, that we're making an accounting of all our... Our, our deeds of the year how we behaved how we uh, were with Hashem and we realize that Hashem gives us all this goodness in our life and we don't even say thank you and we recognize that everything comes from God and we feel like ashamed, then this also creates, creates humbleness. The ninth one, when the creator rebukes a person and puts him to shame for rebelling against him, he humbles himself and is frightened. As he said of Ahab, have you observed how Ahab was humbled himself before me? And this is in Melahim. So we see that when a person is uh, ashamed, put into humiliation in front of other people, we see that that person realizes, you know, he feels low. You know, there's a story of Rabbi of, uh, the King David that he was uh, an encounter with someone and he started rebuking him in front of everybody and um, the the person that was with King David said to him, King, this is not allowed, nobody can talk like this to the king King David was a very humble person he says, you know what, that comes from God if this person is rebuking me and humiliating me in front of everybody, it's because this comes from Hashem, I have to And we can see the the, the greatness of King David because he was a true, humble person. And the last one says, when a man feels that death is approaching and his day is coming and he thinks of the terror of death and of the final judgment and reckoning, he will feel humbled and bowed and will think little of himself and he will regret that his days have passed and that his life is coming to an end without his providing himself with good deeds to precede him when he sets out on his journey as it says sinners in Sion are frightened so these are the three the ten the ten circumstances that make a person that is proud and haughty into a humble person because at the end of the day when you realize where you come from and where you're going and that you are nothing without God this makes you humble so I wish you a blessed week and remember live a little higher thank you